Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. G'day, welcome to the Monday Scrum. Today we feature James Graham, Brent Reed, and Anthony Maroon. We've got plenty to get through today on the Monday Scrum. Uh, first of all, Jammer, welcome to you. It's been a great weekend of rugby league. Yeah, it sure has. I was up in uh, in Hunter watching the Newcastle Knights um, dismantle South Sydney. It was a great game, great atmosphere as well, and mm. uh, great to see you as well, Maroon. It's been uh, it's been a little while. I feel like I need my uh, little fix of Anthony Maroon. Well, normally this time of year, mate, we're together day and night, aren't we? So Yes, yeah. Well, we go from like, you know, three or four times a week to none and mm. you know, get withdrawal symptoms. i tell you what we'll do. We'll get together over the festive season and have a holiday with our families. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to holiday with Uncle Maroon? I'd just me and you and we'd share about it. <laughs> <laughs> Top and tail. Uh, one of Australia's premier rugby league journalists, Brent Reed. You would have shared a bed with Wendell up in Northern Territory, weren't you up there recently? I, well, I had my own room at last. Okay. Yeah, I could hear him talking. I don't know if he's talking to himself, but uh, probably was. <laughs> yeah, wasn't up there. Enjoy yourself, uh, mate. It's not. Look, it's warm, isn't it? It's hot. It was cold. Really? I wouldn't be rushing back there. I didn't. I'll be to be Go honest. Easy. Go no, easy. I'm, you asked me. I mean, people were lovely in that, but. Oh, it's a long way to go, and you're not a lot to see when you get there, Reedy, if I can be honest. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of you stories. you got a job going with the Northern Territory Tourist Board? Yeah. <laughs> well, if it is, we can certainly edit this up pretty quickly. <laughs> um, let, let's start off with uh, the Luttrell thing from yesterday. You guys touched on the Knights' seventh win in a row. We're going we're gonna to talk more about that in a second. What is the latest on Luttrell? Yeah, so he's been charged this morning by the Mass Review Committee, grade two, Dangerous contact, and that means he's facing a ban. One match with an early guilty plea, two matches if he fights it and loses. Um, so he could miss the – and they've obviously got the bye this week. So th- they play the Roosters in the final game of the season. They'll probably have to win that to make the final. So um, he's a big absence if he's out for that game. Mm. Um, well, look, let's okay, – I let's, think it's a bit harsh myself. Massively harsh. Oh, they've got do? to fight it. Yeah, they've I agree, got, They've Jimmy. got to fight it. You don't think it is, Maroon? Uh, I thought it was so, it was it, it was a it, mosquito bite. Yeah, it was soft. It, 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 if if it wasn't forceful, it sort of like brushed him, and yeah. the, the, it was more of a forearm than an than even Tyson seemed almost like yeah, what, like what, what, was, what that? was that? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if he clips him and gets him, yeah. it's it's very dangerous. We're talking, you know, you know, multiple multiple weeks, but but I d- didn't think there was yeah. much in it, and I think he's got a a, a good case to argue and. Even take away the context of the season, I, I think it's something mm. that it's worth fighting. fighting. You, you seem a bit dubious. Uh, look, well, I'm going to throw a grenade in the room here and let you blokes hit it up. I mean, if Rabideau supporters, and I am one of them, if Rabideau supporters still think Latrell's going to save the, the season for them, honestly, they believe in the tooth fairy. I mean, the Rabideaus, him personally yesterday, and the way the Rabideaus played yesterday, uh, I think this year... You know, I, I'm just a little bit frustrated, if I can be honest. And I think win or lose against the Roosters, the season's gonna not going to go a lot further. And I do believe that there are certain players within outside that in big games, we just don't get big games out of them. You're talking about Latrell? I'm not, I'm not going to put names to it because I have a... Such name, a names. No, name names. No, name names. <laughs> but uh, look, the Rabbitohs for me... On the back of what was on the line yesterday and on the back of what we saw, 
I, 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 I'm, I am pissed off. I'm talking as a pissed off member of a football club. I think the year's over. I don't think they can win it without Latrell, though, Maureen. So you say um, it doesn't matter what happens. With, without Latrell, they are no hope. I, I don't think they can win it with Latrell. Eric Sims, Greg Inglis, and Terry Fay. They are gone. <laughs> well, I, I, I disagree, and here's why. The, the, the evidence is there this year that they can go and win four games in a row and against three of the top teams. So in round eight, they beat the Penrith Panthers 20 points to 18. Then they go on and beat Brisbane at Suncorp, 32 points to six. And then they beat the Melbourne Storm at Suncorp again in Magic Round, 28 points to 12. They followed that up with a win against the Tigers. So the evidence is there if they can make it because they're going to need to win four games in September and the first weekend of October. So that will give them hope. They prove they can do it against the top teams. They just need to replicate that form. Can they turn it on and off? We've seen plenty of teams enter the finals and suddenly discover their form again and a huge advantage to selves. They've got the bye this week. Mm. Huge advantage. I think that, big... that they would have been gunning for the top four. They should be a top, they're a top four team, in my opinion, when they play to their potential. But they've missed the top four. The advantage that is a top four is generally you win that you want to win that first game, you get a bye. They get their bye this week. So they'll be primed for finals. If they can click, they've got the evidence to give this competition a shake. I think the bigger issue for me at the moment uh, out of that club are all the rumblings of discontent you're hearing. Mm. The players aren't happy. The people within the club aren't happy. Um, and they're, they're not playing like a happy team. They don't look like they're in sync or, or uh, uh, together. And I think that's, for me, that's the greater concern. And that's why, actually, I think the buyer's handy, Jimmy, because yeah. it might give them the opportunity to go away. Wh- whatever problems are there, they can go away, work them out, and come back you know, against the Roosters, hopefully as a united force again. Because at the moment, it doesn't seem, it doesn't sound as though they are, and it doesn't look as though they are. Yeah, well, there were certainly some issues um, yesterday, especially through the, that middle third of the field. I thought um, South got off to a great start, but then they just... It was too easy through that that, that middle part. Their, their, their middles, that they are a little bit light. It was great to see uh, Totola and, and Sale back yesterday. They, they, they'll get better with a few more games under their belt and better for the run. But um, it's one of those, really, with the with the bye. You could see them, you know, in the build-up to a grand final if they are to make it and go, oh, well, what was the turning point? And you go, yeah. well, in that bye week, we had a meeting. Or in that bye week, yeah. this person stood up and said, Right, line in the sand moment. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. That this buy couldn't have come at a better time for South Sydney, a time to go away, a bit of a rethink on uh, and a bit of a strategy on how they can attack this finals. I think as well, I don't think these road trips have helped. They've they've had mm. a busy schedule uh, with trips to Perth, uh, yeah. Newcastle, Tamworth, Cairns, wherever it may be, back to back to back to back. I, I don't think it's helped them, but it's... Um, it's a season on the line stuff. I, I think, you know, I, I, I think they can turn it around, but at, at the moment, um, like pr- making a prediction two weeks away from that that game against the Roosters, a, a winner takes all, winner plays finals. I, I think Roosters would be slight favourites. Yeah. I think that's Jared's 300th or... No, it, it's would, not. it would have been because he, he missed he the game missed, uh, right. on the weekend mm, with a neck injury. Yeah. It would have been his 300th. 299 it'll be. Wow. Still, I mean, <laughs> 299 or 300. That, that it, that's going to be a special game. Yeah, mm. yeah. And look, I'm going to put this to you now, Reedy. I wouldn't argue the point with a bloke like James Graham who's played 430 first-grade games. Be but, happy to argue with well, me. Well, I, I will make the point, and I, I hear this every week, and I, I, 
I must be watching a different team when I watch South. They've won four of their last 12. Where do people see, where on earth do people see this inspirational stuff that's going to happen? And, and it's down because to the Jimmy final game. You. Jimmy told but, you we saw it earlier in the and, year. And, yeah, and then I, there. I, I, I'm pissed off I'm t- as you a are. South supporter. And then we hear everybody that says South can South, they'll say on their day. Well, you would think if it's week two or week three of the finals and you're playing Penrith or Melbourne, you would think everyone is going to be on that day. I don't know that they can win it now, Maroon. I don't think they – you know what? I don't think they can win it. Even if they make it, I don't think they can win it. Because I think it's a bridge too far when you're the bottom of the eight and you've got got really, really good teams in the top top four. Yeah. But but, Penrith. Reedy, you you, you, – Brisbane, Melbourne. So, well, yeah, they've beaten Penrith, they've beaten the Broncos, and they've beaten the Storm back to back to back. I understand that, Jimmy. Here's their their pathway to the finals. They Mm. finished eighth. They'll likely play – Maybe Newcastle. Newcastle or Canberra. Yeah, or, or maybe Cronulla, Cronulla maybe yeah, be- beatable. Yeah, then very winnable. Perhaps they play the Warriors in New Zealand. They've already proved they've gone over there, tough. and they've beat. It is tough. tough. They can win it, but, yeah. they've, but they've already like won over in New yeah. Zealand. So there's the pathway, and then they play either the Broncos or Penrith Panthers in that qualifier. Yep. They get the momentum behind them. I'm just plotting out the pathway for yeah. it. it, it so you can see the path is doable. I can see your path. You can Jimmy. see the path is doable I for South Sydney, right? It's, it's doable, but I don't think it's it's possible. But I don't think it it's realistic. So you wouldn't. Fa- so say they play the Sharks in Week One of the Finals, you wouldn't. They back can win that, yeah. I'd back them against. And that if, would that would be a, that would be a Alli- against, that would be an alliance as well. Sharks they, wouldn't get home uh, advantage if they come off a win against the Roosters. They go to the Sharks in Week One of the Finals at Alliance. I'd probably take them. Yes. Yeah, and then they go. They play likely the the Warriors or that the would Storm. Be tough in yeah, New I know it's going to be. T- I know really it's going to be tough. I'm not. Uh, but, but and then maybe they go to the Blank Park to play the Broncos. Look, it is going That's to be really it, tough. There's no, there's no easy games in finals. But <laughs> I'm saying that the, the start of the the journey to mm. the grand final for South, it's starting to look. It, it's not all doom and gloom. They, they've got some work well, to do. Is don't get me wrong. Yeah, well, in my opinion, it's not that there is a is a pathway there that I think South Sydney would have taken at the start. Of the season. They, well, sorry, they, I should take that back. But it's a it's a path that you're not going to go. Oh wow, it's mission. So impossible. they got no Latrell against the Roosters. Are you conceding the Roosters are probably favourites in that game? Yeah, I, I, no. That I, means I, they don't even make the final. Well, I, I know. Yeah. I, I I know, but again, we look at this line in the sand moment that the, the the catalyst for change could be the bye. Well, I will just say before we move on, and I'm only a rugby league supporter, and you are a rugby league legend, and I royalty. try not to rugby question league royalty. rugby league royalty. I don't know about that. I, I try not to question people who do know more, but with respect, hold Gemma, on, hold on. you are. But he is basing it on the fact. You're basing it on the fact that South have beaten Penrith and they've beaten you're you're no 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 you're beat, basing it on the fact that they've beaten Penrith and they've beaten the Broncos and they went and beat the Storm after that as well. Yeah, and then and now you're going. So what you're suggesting is that form or the way those teams were playing three months ago is the way they're playing now. No, no, no. I'm saying that it's possible, like it's doable. And you, what sometimes you you need evidence to back your case up. So I'm presenting you with the evidence to back it up that South Sydney have got. You can imagine what it's like in that theatre room at the new South Sydney headquarters. Beautiful. And they're going, look, we yeah. can do it. I'm mm. not asking you to do something you've not already shown yeah. that you can mm. do this year, not that long ago with this very same group of people this very same team. Lads, we can do it. Here's your evidence. Well, I'm a very frustrated human. Uh, let's look. Let's take nothing away, boys, from the Knights yesterday. That's their seventh win in a row. 
and they demolished the Rabbitohs and they never looked like losing. So now they're three points clear of eight. So they're going to make the finals now, the Knights. You go back before they flogged the doggy 66-0. I think I still need another win. Do you really? Yeah. Go on. No, they don't. 13 wins. Oh, oh you mean to get in? To be guaranteed. Yeah. Well, you no, would think, I don't think they do. Don't think they I think they're actually, it's almost mathematically impossible for them not to make the eight now. Because of that, because of that. Oh no, they're on twelve. Well, the Ken, yeah, the sorry, Cowboys no, they, they, the Ken. Yeah, they. Sorry, my stand corrected. Actually, you know what? I think they'll make it anyway, Jim. Yeah. I'm yeah, just I, thinking I, the Cowboys won't win their last two, will they? The way they're going, so that would make them safe. Yeah, because, I stand corrected. They do need yeah. another win to be guaranteed. Yeah, to be guaranteed. But, yeah. So I thought yeah. they were on thirteen wins in the draw, but they're on twelve wins in the draw. So yeah, I think they're probably there, but not, they need another, another win to be mathematically mm. guaranteed a place. Well, let's let's assume that they probably will make it. Well, they play the the Sharks at yep. home for Old Boys Day, yeah, which will be right. a yep. massive mm-hmm. occasion, and that will be another sellout. And then they play uh, the Dragons, uh, the Dragons away. But I mean, you know, the Dragons are having a having a dig, mm. to be fair. But I, uh, the 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 Knights should have enough momentum going into that. So, it, regardless of what they do when they get there, this has been an amazing turnaround of this wonderful club. Uh, Adam O'Brien, congratulations to them. And yesterday, without Jackson Hastings and. The, the forgotten man, Adam Clune, steps in. Mm. I guess club's looking for an NRL halfback, and they're going, bloody hell, I forgot about Adam Clune. <laughs> well, Kalen's the man. Oh, yeah, Kalen's the man. Kalen's the man at the moment for them. And, you, you know, you think a year ago, um, there was a lot of drama going on around Kalen. Then he went into the pre-season, uh, early in the season, had the head knocks. And, you know, even he said he contemplated giving it away. And you see the way he's playing now. I mean, um, he's been an unbelievable form, Kalen. You know what? The way he's going, uh, the question is: Are they genuine contenders? I think with Kalen playing the way Kalen is, you can't put you can't rule them out. I mean, he's that good a player, and he's playing that well at the moment. He's in fantastic touch, and a look at yesterday's game, uh, attacking the the right edge of, of South Sydney, where they've got Campbell Graham, arguably oh. the best defensive centre in the competition. He made him look like an amateur. He, yeah. he <laughs> really amazing. did. Like he embarrassed Campbell Graham, mm-hmm. and which I, I've never seen yeah. anyone do that to him before. Yep. Like maybe Campbell Graham had an off day, but is it a coincidence that it's Caelan Ponga and everything that right edge of South Sydney tried to do? Like they they just didn't have an answer for mm. it. Well, sorry, Caelan Ponga had an answer for for every tactic that South Sydney tried to do. So if they shut him down and close his space, he just ad- adjusted depth and, and put on a shimmy or put put on a short ball. If if they backed mm. off, he made them pay. He, he was sensational. Yeah. Okay. Good to, it's good to see. Yeah, it is great to see, and the Knights doing well. I mean, they're a great old club, yeah. and um, look, we just—I just think it's great that they look like they're going to finish in the finals. And you were talking, Jammer, about in this buy round, in the buy week—not your podcast buy round, but the the chat about um, when you sit down and have that heart to heart. I guess maybe somewhere around that seven eight weeks ago, the Knights said, "Look, we need to have a dig here. We need to have a dig." You know, they're talking about replacing the coach, et cetera, et cetera. And, and in that run of seven wins, you know, the Raiders have been in there, South have been in there, Melbourne have been in there. Yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. I don't know what what it was that, that happened or what clicked. Um, but, you know, you go back and you think back to seven, eight weeks ago and it was when O'Brien was going to get sacked, not if. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know, and they... they there was talk of um, who was going to come in, who's the next coach, who are they going to meet, who's you know the head of football um, going to have a conversation with because it seemed like the Knights were done. And 
uh, massive turnaround from them. They're, they're they're a really good football side to watch. Really good football side to watch. And like you say, off the back of Caleb Caleb Ponga, what a player. Yeah. Mm. All right, boys. Um, on a lighter note, uh, Luke Brooks, well, <laughs> he won't play again for the West Tigers. And they have gifted him a barbecue. Now, this is a bloke who's played over 200 games for the West Tigers. 205, I think. 205, right? exactly. Well, that wasn't – is that exactly what it is? Yeah, like, apparently. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they gifted him a barbecue. He won't play again for the club. And, and uh, for some reason, Reedy, this whole barbecue thing is – has grabbed people's attention. Don't they think that that's enough of a gift for a bloke who's probably been on seven figures for a couple of years? Look, I don't. I think it was a bit of an in joke. It's got pe- to be. Yeah, apparently, it must apparently be. he loves to cook. Right. He thinks he's quite the chef. So I think what they've done is they bought him a barbie. They've been paying him a million dollars for a few years now. So they've looked after him. Mm. I don't think they need to do anything for him. If, if I'm being honest, it's got, it's got to be an insult. But I think joke. they thought, you know, he, he likes to cook. Well, it was yeah. a really nice barbecue. I was down there on. Uh, it was. It was a very it had a little plaque on it. Oh, Luke, okay. Yeah, that mm. little plaque. I can read I, you I, the plaque. So it's a photo. It's a thought that counts, anyway. Really. Yeah. Mm. I mean, at you, least you yeah. don't want to get. You don't want to be ungrateful. Mm. No. But well, I mean, uh, here we go. Yeah, the plaque I, said, "Luke Brooks, yeah, thanks well, for your eleven years of service, West Tigers no, number one sixty-seven. Look, little plaque. Yeah, I, I know. Like, it, it's that's a, a good-looking barbecue, it, Jimmy. Like, like, look, it's it's all right. I mean, jeez, tough market. Um, they didn't need to do anything for him, though. I mean, they've been paying him a lot of money for a long time, yeah. and I think they've rewarded him for his service as he's sort if, of rewarded them. If it's them not for... a joke, you'd prefer nothing. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I see your point. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? You just like you shake, you, you know look him in the eye, shake hands, and say thank you. It's got to be an in joke. You, you do it in private, maybe yeah. at the club, yeah. rather than at the you club presentation. You like, around yeah, yeah. In that, the middle of it, because it was that, in the middle of the ground. Well, that's what makes you think it, it must be a joke. Like, I've said this before. Like on the plus side, they assembled it for him. Because there's nothing worse, is there, than like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that looks great. And then, oh, it comes in a box. <laughs> oh. Woodsy raised a good point. They know gas bottle. There's no gas uh, he's bottle. He's probably on town gas. Mine's on oh, town gas. Oh, yeah, of course. See, but people go on about they like to have a bar because it's like, I mean, my it's not that hard to cook on a barbie. My missus will call me when she leaves work at Ramwick and say, I'm leaving work now. I will put the sausages on the barbie and a couple of chops. Just put them on. Go and feed the dog and the cats. Come back. Turn them over. I hear her car coming in the driveway. I take them off. And she sits down and goes, this is bloody beautiful. It's not that hard, No, Gemma. it's just outside cooking, isn't yeah. it, really? Mm. I mean, unless you're on a charcoal grill, like nah. you're just turning the thing on and throw, throw whatever down. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's, just barbecue. Out, it's just outside cooking. It reduces yeah. the washing up. Though. Yes, it does. Rather mate, than using yeah. a pan, mm. cook on a barbecue, you just scrape it off. Yeah. You know? mm. I much prefer using the barbecue cook everything on it. But the Salmon, only thing is with the barbecue, steak, obviously. don't you sometimes think, I wonder if there's been... The, no, I, 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 I do fan. enjoy the barbecue. The, the cleanup can be an issue, though. It's just I want to get hard. one of those pellet grill things. Um, what are they? What's that? The yeah, Traeger what? pellet grill. Right. They smoke on this pellet thing. Oh, oh I've seen yeah, them, yeah. Nice, nice. So Look it could be a barbecue and a mm. smoker. Yeah. Do you ever wonder, though, with the barbecue, like this is what I wonder when I go out the back and turn yeah. it on, what sort of Bugs and God knows what have been crawling I've across. I've got a story this about that. Well, that's okay, fine. Go. That, yeah. That's life. Story? That's that's life with a big, big one so of those big what? cockroaches. Yeah, no, this yeah is but the better story. Just you know, you got to get used to that maroon. We it, we, we live on the, the planet. Like you're gonna have germs and things around. Who cares? Yeah. Well, I had a relative who had a barbecue. I don't name which relative it was. Right. And at night, you'd, every now and then you'd hear this. Actually, I've got two stories about this maroon. You hear this this clanging noise. Mm. Didn't know what it was. They've opened it up. There was a rat on the in no. the barbecue. But I got a better one. My own barbecue. Mm. 
So my barbecue, I've got a Weber, one of those big Weber Qs, um, and it was, and I, I heard a similar noise, a clanging outside. I didn't know what the hell it was. I've gone outside the next morning. So this was at night. I've gone outside the next morning to um, cook myself breakfast on it, bacon and eggs, open it up, possum. In the barbie. In the barbie. How did he get in? Oh, up from underneath. Mate, the gap was this. Yeah. The gap was tiny. Those possums, they can get in some str- well, possum with a baby. So did you think about cooking it? No. Lucky I didn't. What if I'd started the yeah, barbecue? Yeah. But well, I, actually, you if I hadn't opened it up. Burnt it alive. I had to get rid of the plates, though, because so there was people, awesome shit everywhere. Oh, mate, just scrub it off. Play on. People oh, might suggest you're lying. You think about the, the plates in your cupboard. You don't think little bugs and that get in there? Like, you can't no, be that. Not my, you can't be that. Possum. Possum. Keeps a clean house, you can't Jimmy. be that stressed about life. I mean, you just got to play on sometimes. Mate, it was you, covered in mate, possum crap, well, honestly. Yeah, you clean it. No, I you clean it. Got rid of the plates from out. Really? Yes. You're so how pretentious. <laughs> Remind but, me to have a barbecue at Jimmy's house. I question you, Reedy, because you said a possum, and then we, your reaction—the reaction wasn't big enough. So then you said a possum with a baby. Yeah, are you lying? Bit of GST. No, it's true. Right. And I screamed like a little yeah. baby. I screamed. I reckon the whole neighbourhood would have heard me. See, Scared the, the hell out of me. On the Beverly Hillbillies, they would have made something with the critter. They would have yeah. said, "Let's cook the critter." Got the rotisserie. Yeah. I've got a rotisserie yeah. for the weather. A possum on, like jam it into the yeah. through the live possum and oh, watch it. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, let's do this <laughs> now. The WTF moment. All right, the WTF moment of the week, boys. Who has a a WTF? I like going to other sports. I've got another one. I was watching the World Athletics Championships on in Budapest. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of that? No. Anyway, there's, there's, thing, there's a thing called the 4x400 Mixed Relay. And that, so the, uh, the Holland team was very good. They were up against America. America and Holland hit the last leg. They were sort of the uh, – uh, Holland had this massive lead. And their last leg was run by a girl named Femke Bowl, who, who's an Olympic gold medalist. She's right. a gun. Anyway, she got mowed down by this American about five metres to go, hit the deck, dropped the baton, finished nowhere. Why? What happened? She got under pressure and lost a run, lost oh, a gate. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Literally from me to you away from the finish line. And down she went. And went down like a sack of spuds. And she lost the baton. She got up, ran over the line. She didn't have the baton in her hand. So it doesn't count. Oh, I see. Because she didn't have the baton yeah, anymore. Right. The baton. Yeah. So yeah. she went from first to last. James, do you have a WTF? <laughs> you don't like that one? No, do I, do, I do like it. I think it's a little bit sad, though, isn't it? You know, it's one of those. You've got to watch it. it was in, it's yeah. amazing to watch. What, what'd you watch it on? I'll watch it when I get home. SBS Viceland. Oh, <laughs> gee, you watch some funny channels, don't you? <laughs> it's SBS Viceland. Viceland. That's what the channel is mm. on, yeah. Okay. Okay, you don't like that one. No, I do. I do like you it. Don't I, like I it. just don't, don't like I expected it was going to be rugby league related. I've got a picture oh, okay. of this poor kid running toward the, the I'll finish think line. Of the league one. She Give drops the baton, gets up the. She's already lost the race, but. To add insult to injury, she's gone over without the baton. I'll think of a league one. Just give me a okay. sec while Jimmy's having a, a think. No, I'm in the, my WTF moment is um, is in another sport as well, in the okay. sport of soccer. Uh, it's not the women's soccer. It's not Everton, is it? Everton oh, mate, pumped? we lost 4 0. I know. Hmm. I, I could make an analogy about we couldn't sc- where we couldn't score. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, obviously, this is a PC show, but we are yeah. dreadful. Rooted. Oh, oh, yeah, thanks thanks for that, Owen. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, no, uh, it goes to Neymar. Um, oh, is this his list of things he gets? Like, the, the, the figures 
uh, and, and what's involved, it is a great time to be a uh, soccer player oh. with uh, you know, with, with the with the money coming in um, from Saudi Arabia. It's absolutely astronomical. I mean, they're not they're like they're not even going like a little bit over. Mm. Like, oh, we'll come for a little bit of a pay increase. It's it, it, it's actually insane. Um, yeah, how much? One hundred and thirty-eight million pound a year. Wow. And that's on top of things like. You know, I think he's getting, put it this way, he's not going to have to do his own filing. 138 million. He's got like cars, four cars or something for his family to share, access to a personal personal plane. You know, Sergeant Major, he polishes his own boots, but Neymar, he won't be. It's insane the money over there. He's not going into Harvey Norman saying, are you guys still doing the interest free on the 85-inch telly? Why hasn't Rugby League capitalised on this? We need to get some money from the... Private invest the Saudi private yes. investment fund in rugby league. Why don't we take a game to the Middle East rather than? Why don't we? Yeah, we should be looking at cashing in on it. Yeah, I think There's so. a lot of it, money it is, over there. It, it is interesting um, how they, you know, they're putting a lot of money into sport, and I, th- I think that they do have ambition to make it yes. like a, a competitive league. So, um, but, and obviously, what they've done with the the golf and you know, uh, uh, you know, the F ones over there. So they're they're making a, a splash. Qatar had the the FIFA World yeah. Cup as well. So there's plenty of money, and I guess um, interesting dilemma should it come after rugby league. I, it w- it wouldn't surprise me to see um, them get into rugby union here in Australia. Mm-hmm. I think that has actually been uh, muted, where mm-hmm. the, um, you know that private equity would would look to take over a portion of rugby Australia, yeah. and then I think for. If that happens, rugby league needs to be really concerned yes. because you know Swali he going for one point five, two million dollars a season that'll just get absolutely trumped. Mm. Yeah, well, hasn't that caused some drama? Yeah, yeah it's a female, drama we the don't female need. Female rugby players hasn't that been? That? A, yeah, I have. Oof. What's you see that? All of the female rugby players are posted on uh, on social media, um, basically saying that they're being shafted by Australian rugby, and they one of the reasons they gave was that. Um, Australian rugby player to rugby league player five million dollars, and they've said, you know, what about us? We get nothing out of you. And was it was massive drama um, that the girls couldn't, the, the 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 girl, the women's team couldn't travel business class to somewhere, but the fellas travel business class. But in, and they, and they flew all their partners to the to their mm, farewell, mm. and they their coaches part time, and Eddie's got about ten coaches on his coach. It's just caused a huge stink. I guess though. With all of this, and we we here at this radio station believe, you know, the sport is for men, women, whoever wants to play. Mm. In a commercial world, though, Reedy, the person who is going to get paid the most is the person that is attracting the most spectators. Is that a fair comment? Well, as a general, yeah, as a general, as a rule, it is, yes. Mm. But I would say also you need to be aware that the women's side of sport is a uh, it's a growing industry. And it's it's an area of all sport that can exponentially grow in coming years. So you need to invest in it. Mm. If you invest in it, eventually you'll make more money out of it. Yes. So at the moment, yeah, you need to prop it up. Well, rugby league, we need to prop it up. It's not. I'm sure it doesn't pay for itself. I'm just guessing, but I well, we assume are it in, doesn't. We, we are in competition with, with all the sports. Yep. So it, it makes it makes sense. Mm. And like you, whether, whether or not you like it, it, it's 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 the right thing to do, yes. but it also makes sense from a financial standpoint yes. to invest in in women's sport because that it, it it can add to our game. Well, look what the women's World Cup has done for yeah. soccer in this country. Oh, hundred percent, it's been insane. Mm. And there'll well, be some sort of flow on effect to the A League. Maybe not a lot, 
but there'll be it's some ha- sort it, of flow on it. Well, well, really, the, the rugby league should capitalise on this. Like, I know rugby union have, have had their say, but rugby league need to capitalise on this because, unfortunately, the A League isn't the highest standard. No. And I don't know if, like, a lot of the Matildas, the, the, they mainly play in Europe. Yeah. Mm. But there's an appetite for for women's sports, so why don't we jump on the back of this and get yeah. get in the te- get in the, the the tailwind of it? Mm. Well, uh, you, you'd have to be quick because, like, there is an argument. Not to be, I don't want to sound like the you know glass half empty. You're very, you're a bit negative today, aren't you? Well, you know the it's thing is negative, with the women's it? World Cup, mm. and nobody disrespects what's been achieved here. It's been remarkable. But, you know, it, it the, the hype reminded me a lot of being a kid. And you'd remember this, Reedy, when Australia made the America's Cup for the mm. Yacht. But because it's not the sports we follow, regardless of whether it's men or women, it tends to just die away. I think it's been overblown, the impact it'll have. I think people mm. have talked it up far beyond mm. what will end up crystallising out of this in ter- terms of the impact on football. Anyway, to... to well, re- re- you, you know what? Like, in... With with this, I, they should get paid more. Don't Women's. get paid equal. Get paid more. They're bringing in more eyes, more sponsorship yeah. dollars. Mm. Get paid more. Why would you want to get? I don't want to get the pay. I, I don't want to get paid the same as anyone. Well, uh, the men's well, the men's World Cup generates a lot a lot more money than the women's World Cup. A lot more. Well, this is the point more. I'm making. Yes, a lot more. Mm. Like and, we're talking five hundred million to about six billion or something. Yeah, if you look at the other day, someone out of the If you look at like the the Matildas versus the Socceroos, Socceroos which which still bringing a lot more money, Jimmy. I reckon. You reckon? Yeah, they would. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do this. Read about it. Read about it. Read his mail. Well, he's the man. He's the uh, well. He's come to be. Rugby League's probably most prominent journalist. I oh, see you on that. I started Blimey. watching NRL 360 again, and uh, yeah, and uh, because welcome back, uh, you and you are doing an incredibly good job. You're such a, you know what I like about you, Reedy, and I'm not <laughs> pissing me. in your pocket. You're prepared. You turn up prepared, and as they used to say to me when I was in Bush Radio, fail to prepare, prepare to Pre- fail. Yeah. So what have you got today? Well, let's start with Corey Oates because we had an item yesterday on um, uh, a Saturday, sorry, on the Saturday show about Corey Oates in Newcastle was a bit of a Dobbo special, that one. Dobbo mm. was in the room and said, mate, jump on this, Corey Oates and you. I've checked in on it today a little, little bit more. And look, there is an interest from Newcastle and Corey Oates um, because obviously they're losing Dominic oh, Young. Of course. At the end mm. of the year. And Corey Oates is in a bit of a, a stalemate with Brisbane about uh, what they're willing to pay him. Apparently there's a pretty vast gulf between what um, his management what think he's worth and what the Broncos Broncos are prepared to pay him. And the Knights are interested. They're interested at a certain amount. At the moment, um, Corey wants, or his management want more than that. So at the moment, the Knights have basically said, look, we've got an interest, but not at that price tag. Um, but there is an interest there. So um, they're going to obviously wait and see what happens with Corey and the Broncos. Um, and if Corey does have an appetite to leave and he's willing to maybe, or his management are willing to drop his price a little bit more, then certainly the, the the Knights will have a look at Corey Oates, but at the moment it's not gone beyond that. Okay, well a nice experienced winger on the back of losing Dom Young, who's uh, heading to the Roosters, and I believe Dom Young's brother is heading to the Roosters as well. I don't he know. is, that's yeah. true, I think. Mm. Yeah, he's playing, uh, he played for Jamaica at the World Cup, Dom that's Young's right. brother, so um, yeah. Uh, Connor Tracy, Connor Tracy, been outstanding for the Good Sharks in recent weeks. Mm. Um and, and Braden Trindle, they've both been brilliant for them in recent weeks. Interesting, Braden Trindle, the Tigers actually approached uh, Cronulla earlier this year about Braden Trindle, actually tried to sign him and get him out of there. He's got a deal at the end of 25. 
Uh, the Sharks said no. Um, and I think that's proved to be a pretty smart decision because Braden Trindle's been outstanding for them in recent weeks. And Connor Tracy, look, he's one of those November 1 guys um, who's up for grabs. Uh, enters the last, next season? He enters the last year of his deal on November oh. 1, yeah. So he can sign with someone else yeah. from November 1, but he's obviously got another year left in his deal. Look, I mean, the Sharks would love to keep him, but I think I think there's a sense of realism about um, what they can offer him because well, they've signed Will Kennedy long-term. Um, he, he He's not the type of player that a club will be Going after on November one though, you don't he's, think so? He's not that high. He's killing it. Yeah, he's playing well, really, but he's not one of the superstars of the game where people are like, "Oh, there's not a the... million blokes coming off on November one, Jimmy." Mm, I can there's, think of a the club. The are slim. Mm. South? No. no, another one. What do you got? Well, I'm not. I'm only thinking like what do you a, got? there's. A, I, there, I can think of two or three clubs who could use a, a Connor Tracy somewhere. Yeah, I but, think he's been playing great football. Yeah, well, he, he, he has. I just don't know if he's the like a priority signing. Yeah, okay. That nah. That that goes before you know before the season kicks off, if that makes sense. Yep. I think yep. clubs would probably wait and see. Probably though, I think since Fitzy's promoted Braden Trindle and Connor Tracy, they might have lost one game and then won all the rest. Yeah. So. Well, Trindle's yeah. made a massive difference. Yeah, he, they, his kicking game's really yeah. sharp. I, I like Trindle. Yeah, I mean, he would have been obviously the Tigers desperately needed a half early in this year, and they were actually trying to get him for this year. It wasn't for next year; it was for this year. Mm. Um, and well, if they were able to land him earlier in the year, it would have made it, a difference to them. It wouldn't surprise me to see a, a guy like Connor Tracy. Yeah, he comes off November one, but someone go and, and try and get him early. Oh, I uh, think so, Jimmy. You, you, you know, for next season. Yes, I agree. I think that's I think that's where it'll probably end up, right? I think someone will sign him for twenty twenty five and bring him and here. Yeah. and. Yeah, Cronulla will then have an op- because decision really, to make. If you're looking at the the Sharks for next season, if Kennedy's back, yes, like he likely goes into that number one spot, yep. right? Yep, and they're fine. The centers with Telekai yep. and um, Jesse Ramey, Ramey. Yeah. so I think you're right. And then what it does is it frees Cronulla a bit more money because they've got some other guys, guys like Toby Rudolph. They've got to uh, extend at the end of 24. He's another one of those November one guys. So then it gives you a bit more money to spend on those sort of blokes. So I think that was sort of where I was getting at Jimmy with with Connor Trace. He's a November one guy, but I imagine what will happen is someone will sign him in 2025. They'll turn to the Sharks and say, we well, let him go early. And the Sharks will probably go, well, we don't want to. Mm. But mm. it's a bit like the Lachlan Miller one with where I think – from memory, Cronulla let him go early because mm. he signed with the Knights. So, um, yeah. And of course, you you might have mentioned it. Then I was mm. pr- I was communicating with the producer, but obviously they don't have to pay Wade Graham next year either. That's true. They don't. Yeah. Did he's you mention that? Great for I didn't, but he's playing yeah. bloody mm. good football, Wade Graham. Yeah, bloody he? he is. Oh, he's a, and, and he's coming straight into Triple M on a significant three figure deal. So <laughs> look out for him next year. Is that in the hundreds? You mean? And then that might get well. I was thinking two figures, then a decimal, decimal point. point. Oh, yeah. Wow, he's well paid. Anyway, guys, this has been an honor for me to work <laughs> with you two today. Jammer, always a pleasure, Maroon. Like I said at the top of the show, mate, I, I needed my Maroon fix, and it's uh, mate, drop tied, me, tied me over for uh, another week. And I come, drop into my place anytime for a cup of English breakfast. Uh, Reedy, <laughs> you have not let anyone down today, you, but you never do. I'm not going to call ahead. No, don't call ahead. No, no, no. I'm not you know call I ahead. love it when people just knock on the door. Just drop in. Just, just knock on the door. You never really get that these days, do you? You never really get a knock at the door. Uh, I, well, I don't. I never open it. Do you open the door if it knocks? Mm. If the phone rings and you don't know the number, do you answer it? No, no. no but no, I, if the door goes, I'll run upstairs, look over yeah, down the window. No, I and go, do that. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Would you not have a screen door? Can you open the door and? Just no, well, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I do have a friend who will pop in, which I don't like the pop in. Really? Yeah. Uh, and then in our street, which I love, we've got like kids selling, uh, what do they call them? Loom bands <laughs> and 
bloody kids selling lemonade and kids selling lemonade. You know, just all Homemade sorts lemonade. of lemonade. Sh- Where do you live again? I live in Little Bay. Oh, what, are you near Blake what, Solly? Street? Blake Solly lives down. Yeah, I live right near Blake. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. street? Wow. <laughs> what number? <laughs> Clive Churchill Circuit, <laughs> Little Bay. Well, boys, uh, let's leave it there and um, love you both. Triple M Footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Rain Hot Water.